welcome to FeastPod, the podcast where we talk about whatever we fucking want. Come join me, Kanong, and me, Sarah Davidson, for entree, main, and dessert, and take a seat at our table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Don't make sounds. Don't make sounds. Babe, we are literally already recording. No, we're not. Do you not know the button? Can you not? I feel this is seven episodes deep. I just have feel... you not known that now? Every... Oh my god! <laughs> I just feel as though like we're just talking. I feel like everyone thinks that we're faking the fact that you make random noises thinking we're not recording no, every time, it's... but you literally don't know. Every time I'm like, fuck, can't. No, but I feel as though when I start singing and when I start making noises is when you want to start speaking properly. And I'm like, <laughs> you're just trapping me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So we did the round robin of the chips and I think we should do another one. I think we should too. Welcome to Entree. Welcome to Entree today. Sarah's going to be the annoying one. I feel like one of those crystal ladies. Uh, Ew. Why are you doing that? Because you've got a bag of some of my favourite things in it. A bag you can't oh. open. Okay. Okay, so we've got a Mars variety. Oh, my God. Can you smell that? <gasps> Snickers. That's okay. what I smell. Ready? Snickers. Mars. Yep. Skittles. Oh, wait. Snickers. How many different things are in I just realised that there's more things in it than I thought that there were. Okay. Milky Way. Shut up. Babe, there's so many things in here. Different flavor Skittles. There's Skittles Wild Berry and Skittles Fruits. Yep. And Skittles Sours. Whoa. That's mine. I'm like, that's 100% mine. Okay, there's also Twix. Oh, I love a Twix. Hold on, where's the Twix? Are there Twix? Yeah, there's Twix. It says on the front. I just can't find here. Hold on. There's the Twix. <gasps> there's Maltesers. There's M&M's. Okay, all we're going to do is top and bottom again, right? Yeah, top and bottom of this okay. situation. Okay, without <laughs> telling each other, we've got to grab our top one. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> there, there, there's two tops here. Are we ignoring the lollies or are we going in lollies as well? I think we're going in lollies, but I think ignore the flavours. Because, okay. like, most people wouldn't no, go and I'm buy not, wild not, berry Skittles, no, right? It's just no, all Skittles. I disagree. If we're doing lollies... Oh, you, you're going to do sours, aren't you? Ready? One, two. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing a separate one for lollies or are we doing – no, we're doing one for everything, lollies it, and chocolates. Oh, fun yeah. size chocolate bite. Thing. No. I Variety think, fun size it's called. Okay, we're just going to do it out of this bag and then we'll do like on our round robin, we'll do chocolates. Yeah. But in this single bag, let's pick our favourite. Three, two, one. <laughs> I fucking love a sour lolly. I know, but Skittle sours don't even count because they're not a thing. What do you mean they're not a thing? Like people don't go to the supermarket and buy those. I do. Do they come in normal packets, not the yeah, fun size? Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Shut up. I went to the Mars office yeah. five months ago uh. and there were lollies everywhere and the only thing that I really took was sour skittles. I know you love sour. Okay. I love okay. them. You have to put that back down again okay. because what if it's just chocolate because the round robin is chocolate? Okay. Ready? Well, you're going to pick up a Twix anyway. Yeah. Oh, this is hard. It's hard, isn't it? Three. I think I maybe changed my mind. Two. No, actually, no, I haven't. One. I was going to do that. Okay, Snickers. I think, yeah, Snickers, yeah, okay, fine. Super. I feel like people don't remember that they like Snickers until they eat a Snickers. It's and like, like peanut butter oh, and chocolate all together. Peanut, chocolate, caramel. Caramel. All of the things. You know what yeah. they need to add? A pinch of salt on salt. there. Salt. And this will be the most phenomenal. 
I'm going to speak to Mars. I'm going to speak to Mars about it. But I do like a Twix bar. You know, sometimes like a Snickers is a lot of effort for the jaw. Like sometimes you do. (laughs) Can you not? Oh, my. I can't say anything on this show. I can't say anything on this When show. has effort for the job ever been a problem? <laughs> ever. When you're tired. Oh, I'm, I'm you know seeing, sometimes you just want it to I, go down like, I'm you know? seeing a glimpse into your life I that I just didn't think was real. I am not even going to continue this conversation. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm tired. My I'm jaw's tired. not working. <laughs> just, you know I have TMJ. I just want things that are easy to go down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, okay, well, I'm excited for this round, Robin. Do you know what I really like about this, though? What? Is that a lot of the stuff that we have on the table right now is not stuff that I just wouldn't eat. Like, I would eat all of it. Yes, I would. So, instead, we'll go down a different route. Out of all of this, yep. what would be the last thing sitting in the box for you? Three, two, one. Whoa! Wait, I didn't think we were doing lollies. Oh, oh chocolate. Okay, sorry. Yeah, because if it was lollies, I probably would have. Okay, mine's Milky Way because like. Gross. Oh no, I actually would have picked the same thing because I I love Skittles. Wait, what? Yeah, aren't I... Skittles not in it? No, but yeah, I'm saying, but if, even if it was, I would probably still choose the Mars. Really? Yeah, because I really like lollies. I like lollies more than I like chocolate. I know. I like chocolate more than I like lollies, but I like savory things more than I like all of these things. Yeah. Agreed. But Milky Way is just, it's just, you know how Mars is like chewy and creamy? Milky Way is just too airy for me. I, my difference is Mars is a chocolate where I'm like, I like it. But like wouldn't break for it kind of thing. I wouldn't go to a vending machine and buy a Mars bar. See, same with the Milky Way. Mm, there are days when I want a Milky Way. Really? Yeah. <sighs> mm. I just anyway, don't feel that. We've got a top and bottom. Okay. So this is, this is us now. I'm going to so be annoying. So you're going to fill it in with all the other things. I'm going to so. be annoying. Oh, but M&M's. We forgot that they were there. It mm. doesn't change my answer, though, Yeah, it doesn't change my answer. Okay, I'm going to eat this. Let's put all this shit away. And then we'll do a round robin when Sarah stops doing that of all the chocolate bars. You know those people who go on TikTok Live and just do weird sounds with their microphones? Like, what is that? I'm looking at you like with such different eyes right now. Such judgmental eyes. All right. There's no judgment on this show, Khan. Let's talk about your week. Well, my week has been getting over jet lag, readjusting, mm-hmm. getting back into work, mm-hmm. which has been really awesome. As we discussed in the last episode, travel really gives you new enthusiasm, I feel. You mm-hmm. get like more creative, you get more excited. Mm-hmm. Just having some distance has been nice. And my little doggy's sick, which has been really sad. I know. Paul. Paul. Little Paul. He's 11 now. He's got arthritis. He's just a bit too excitable. So we've been to the vet a lot, which has been really sad. It's so sad that they can't tell you how they feel. Yeah. So he's had arthritis all this time and I didn't know. I reckon dogs can talk to me. I think Paul does talk to me, (laughs) but he just... He doesn't complain. He doesn't complain. He's not complaining. I'm like, be more complaining. Yeah, just let us know when you're not okay, babe. See, I've had my period and I've been very complaining. (laughs) Like nobody doesn't know that I have my period right now. Yeah, you told me like literally. I told you like 75 times. I called you and you're like, I have my period. I'm like, okay. Well, I mainly told you because it's like it means I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Do you know what? That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We weren't like trying that hard. actively not trying. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, but I still was like, oh. Because it was really late. You're right. So right. It was like like weeks late. So I had this little moment in Italy when I was like, am I going to find out in Italy? No. Am I going like, to tell my husband in the most romantic country in the world? I feel like your body knows that you were 
away doing something. So it was like, I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. And we're away like, you know, at the beach. So like in bikinis. I'm actually so glad. At a wedding. And then I'm so glad I didn't get it on the plane because that also would have been awful. So it was like the day I got home. Yep. And jet lag. And I was just like, my body. uh." (laughs) (laughs) And then you had to deal with Paul. And then I had to deal with Paul. You've had an emotional week. It's been an emotional week, which is I'm really excited. There's chocolate. So I'm just going to open my Twix. Is that, thing, is that actually a thing? Like, because I know people Cravings. always like, yeah, because people yeah. always speak about it. And I'm like, is that real? Yeah, it's real. Okay. It's real. So, oh my God, you don't get periods. Of course not. <laughs> so, okay. It's really interesting, especially not being on the pill now, how the pill kind of levels you out. Mm. So you don't get the highs and lows that you would often, like some people still do, but not as much. Off the pill, I've noticed, like, I can really tell when it's coming. Yeah, and I can really tell when I'm in it, and then I can really tell when I'm coming out of it. And it's so hard to explain how I'm not like a you know I'm not a super sensitive like I'm a very sensitive soul, but I don't like cry that mm-hmm, easily, mm-hmm. and I don't get shitty. Like I'm You're not, not like super emotional. Yeah, I'm not a moody person. Mm. Like I'm emotional in that I'm very like emotive, mm-hmm. but I don't get really down that easily. I wouldn't say I'm moody. Yeah, and I don't like get shitty at Nick like that mm-hmm. easily. You know, I've got a long fuse. But there's like a particular time in the month where I am an actual asshole, and I can feel it. I know that I, it's not me, and it's so I can't even explain it. But you know, there's like this couple of days where I'm just like everything makes me shitty. I'm shitty about everything. I'm not like this normally, but right now, if I get a paper cut, I'm gonna literally have a breakdown on this on this spot right now, and it's so weird. Is that why you threw a chocolate at my face? Literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> And like, you know, small things that just wouldn't normally get to you or like you'll be watching a movie and it's not even sad. And I'm just like, (laughs) she's just like trying so hard. Like I I just get really irrational. I can feel it. That's me after a nap. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Or it's like you hung over. No, I'm not. I'm not emotional hungover. Really? Yeah. When I'm hungover, I just want to cook. Interesting. Mm. Except that time when you were so hungover, you couldn't even cook. And I was like, wow, he's died. Yeah. Well, I did that the other week when I just ordered KFC. Oh my God, she's a psychopath. These are good Twix. Yeah, that looks really yummy. I'm I'm actually quite jealous that I had a Snickers first. Why would you only one in the whole packet? (gasps) Because it's a a mixed bag. Yeah, but it's only one. Yeah, because I don't think that they count them. I think it's literally like a lucky claw machine. Somebody please explain to us how they assemble. Oh, I would love to know that. Yeah, like favorites and like variety packs and like, all those bags that have mixed things. Because there's five bags of normal Skittles, four bags of sour Skittles, three bags of wild berry Skittles. One fucking Twix. One fucking Twix. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <gasps> there's seven Mars bars. Yep. Four Snickers. Four Snickers. Five Milky Way, four Milky Way. And literally one. Oh, no, there's another Twix, the one I threw at your face. It's on the ground. Oh, it's on the ground. Okay. Still, two. Also. Yep. I forgot what I was going to say. Were you going to ask me about my week, bitch? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. yes that. that was your week, babe. You went on like a lot of dates. I went on a lot of dates. Okay, so question. Yeah. I feel like all my gay friends just get a lot more action than my single straight friends. What uh, is that about? Uh, no, I, I, I disagree because I probably wasn't really sleeping around for the last two months. It's such a grease. I go like three weeks without anything. Okay, even the fact that you think that three weeks is ages. <laughs> is it not ages? You're like, 
my God, no. Okay, babe. I went like three weeks. Straight single people are like, oh my God, I went like 12 months. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Oh my God. Side chat. Can I just, sorry, just quickly before I talk about my week, I went to this event with Chica. Well, Chica was there. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm just going to be a mum to you for a second. And I'm like, okay, where's this going? She goes, I spoke to Chessie about this and she told me to fuck off. (laughs) But I'm going to just tell you anyway. She's like, I love your content, but the content for before you went to Greece and you said you were going to go to Greece and just fuck guys. Khan, you need to be safe. There is monkey pox. Like she was just, she went down that whole round. Oh my God, she was having a serious talk to you. And I was like, oh, cheeks. Like, you're so cute. But also, I'm like a nana. I literally am, I'm so safe. You, you have never been to my bedroom. You do not know that if I use protection what or not. What do you mean I've never been in your bedroom? No, but like protection-wise, I'm oh, super no, safe. Oh, no, I've definitely never been. Okay, yeah. Cute. Yeah, like I know I'm very safe in that aspect of my life. Great. <laughs> I didn't know we were going that far. But well, because she was like, cute. you're going to get monkeypox and you're going to like. You like, can get monkey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, anyway. So I thought that was really <laughs> fun. Like it was a really cute moment. I can't believe I just said that because I know. if Chessie listens to this, she's going to be like, I told mum to leave you alone. Yeah, she fully had the chat. <laughs> Can I also just say this is another side chat about protection. Yeah. Do you remember at school when oh, you were learning about protection for the first time? And like, okay, A, we've already had the conversation about how little they explained about like our cycles and all that stuff. But B, do you remember when they were like there's boy condoms and there's girl condoms? No. <laughs> I've never heard about girl condoms. <laughs> There were these things that were like, it's not just sex that you can transmit diseases like i.e. monkeypox, but mainly they meant STDs. Mm. <laughs> it's not just the act of sex, it's also oral sex. Uh-huh. So like you were supposed to use a condom mm. on a boy and on a girl, you had to use a dental dam, which was like this flat piece of material that was like the material of a glove, but just a sheet that you would like put over the girl before you went down on it. Is anyone doing that? What? No mm. one is doing that. Did no one else who's listening get taught this in school? No. Can you imagine if you just whipped out like a piece of rubber like just put <laughs> this on like a blanket? Well, it's actually a very good way for you to be like, I'm not interested. So I'm pretty sure the guy will be like, I can't. I remember nah. 12-year-old me being like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? It's like cling wrap. It's Yeah, but like. Rubber material, like, you know, like gloves, like rubber glo- disposable <laughs> rubber gloves. It was like that, but like a sheet. That is wild. I Isn't never knew that. I honestly did not know that existed. I am still scarred by the fact that I heard that it existed. But like, why were they telling me that in year eight? Like. To be safe? Yeah, true. Yeah, look, how to use a dental dam. Dental dam. <laughs> go, go. Dental- It's not funny. It's safe, but it's also funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. A latex sheets used between them. <laughs> no, I can't just Google it. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at this. <laughs> Is that not for teeth? Yeah, it's the same thing. I feel like they're called dental dams because maybe they use them in dentistry. I don't know. Maybe you're just searching something that is No, only... look, look, that's what you do. Oh, my gosh. You literally put it over just like a sheet. 
No one's doing that. No one is doing no that, doing right? That. I, 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 do we have to do that? I don't have to do that. Don't well, do you that. don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't do have I to do, do that, that over can... a bar? Ooh. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. This Otherwise, you okay. Anyway, okay. how was your week? So my week was quite fun. I went out to Puff Duff on Saturday night. Of course you did. Um, a friend of mine who is a performer at Puff Duff was not performing. So it would be the first night that he was attending Puff Duff <gasps> as not a drag queen. Fun. So we just had a little night out. Uh, had we a need couple- to get a drag queen on the show, by the way. Oh, I, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, Working cute. Very, very hard on it. Cute. Yeah, so I went to Puff Duff. And that's when my week actually began because when it rains, it pours. And I was at Puff Duff having like the best night of my life. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about all of this. You, you know what? Do. Fuck it. You Babe, know what? It's a feast. It's the feast. It's a feast. I don't hide things. You Let's don't. Let's talk about it. Got there, 11 o'clock, having drinks. Guy comes up to me that I may have slept with. And he was like, just so you know, I no longer have a boyfriend because we stopped sleeping together because he had a boyfriend after. So he started seeing someone and I was like, okay, cool. Nice little, like, thanks for letting me know information in my head now. Yeah. Locked away. It's in the back organizing to have a date, but it's sitting there. Mm -hmm. Another guy that I've hooked up with who I've never slept with, who I actually kind of like. Right. Mm -hmm. He was there with his mate and he was like, they came up to me because I'm friends with his mate as well. And I'm like, oh, why are you here? Because he's bi. He's like not, but like more straight than bi, like on the spectrum. Okay, okay. And I'm like, oh, is this your girlfriend? He goes, no, that's blah, blah, blah's girlfriend, the other guy that was there. I was like, oh, cool, cool, blah, blah. And then we ended up running away together. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't, not like that. <laughs> but yes, like that. No, we just ran away. We had a drink, and I was. He's like, we were just catching up, and I, I thought that he was his brother. Oh my god! As in, like, he's got a twin brother, and I thought <gasps> it was his twin Twins. brother. Twins. Yeah. So I was just like, hey, how are you? And he's like, it's not blah blah blah. It's blah blah blah. And I was like, ah. Oh. Anyway, and he was asking me about my relationships, and I was like, nah, actively not looking, actively not caring about men right now. And he's like, okay. I'm kind of looking, but I'm looking for anything, like either sex. And I was like, interesting. He's like, we should definitely have lunch. And I was like, oh, lunch? I'm not. Is that I'm, what they call it these yeah, days? Yeah, but I was also like, oh, I'm not really looking. And also you're not gay. You're bi, which means I can probably lose you to a woman any point now. So I was not giving yeah. much. Yeah. Organized lunch though. Oh, my God. Anyway. Then there was a third guy. So okay, you are not proving <laughs> you are not proving your theory that gays do not have more well, action I than straight. I could have just lied and said that I had, had a nice week and nothing came of it. Except you already told me that three guys came up to you on one night. Yeah, but this was different. This so guy, you know how I told you straight away, I was like, Hi, I have my period. You're like, Hi, I dated three boys this weekend. No, I, I went on a date with two boys this weekend. Cute. I spoke to four. Uh, yeah, so this this well, other guy was, was so a guy that I was. The, there was this guy that I was seeing like two years ago, mm-hmm. and um, he was he was sending me texts because he saw that I was puffed off, and he's like, "Oh, I want to come," and I was like, "Yeah, come, come, come." Oh. Anyway, it was a really late night, so he, I was like, "Actually, I'm gonna go home." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go home too," and so he's like, "Let's have dinner." I'm like, "Yeah, I want to have dinner with you." Cool. So we're gonna organize have dinner. Okay. Fourth guy. Jesus. I know. Oh, we were texting Jesus. as well. I was out. I was hungover and I wanted him to come over. And he's like, I'm not going to come over unless we go on a date first. And I was like, mm, fair. Why can't the date be at your house? What? At 2 a.m. on a Saturday night. I've heard you do weirder <laughs> things. Weirder things have happened. Anyway, so I went on a date with this other guy on Monday. 
Wait. Okay. Oh, wait. We need to get the numbers. Guy number four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I am going to call him. Thanks- Milky Way. Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, that's not that's not No, not like that. I just meant that like we had a conversation about turkey, sure. and I could think I, when I thought turkey, I thought Thanksgiving. Sure, because you baited him, and then. Ew, Sarah. <laughs> Ew. What we the are, fuck? We are talking cooking. <laughs> like what? I cooked him. <laughs> I'm army hammer now. I- I'm trying to eat I've people. Like, it. what the fuck? I've lost it. No. Okay. So I went on a date with him and I was like asking like my TikTok fr- like friends, like, hey, like, where should I go? It's a Monday and nothing's open. Where did you go? Um, Yakimono. Yum. I love it. I like, Me too. I, I, I find it like really easy. Japanese like, is my favorite. And it's like, it's consistent. Yeah. It's yummy. Like, it's a nice atmosphere. The cocktails are good. Yeah. It's, yeah. So Great went, lighting. I was super nervous. Were you? Yeah, because I was, I was trying not to like fully drink or anything. So I had nothing to kind of like calm my nerves. You are the worst when you say you're not drinking. You're like, babe, I'm not drinking. Like, oh, yeah. And then like the next weekend you're like, I'm out. Come and meet me out. You need to shut the fuck up. You're like the actual worst. (laughs) Anyway, so I ended up, yeah, so we were there and he ordered a cocktail and he's like, just have one. So I had an (laughs) old-fashioned. And then an old-fashioned I'm not drinking, but I had one. And then we ordered other drinks. And then he's like, she's having a martini with me. And I have a weakness for martinis. I love martinis. If someone mentions the word martini to me, I'm like, I'm on. Let's do it. Three martinis You're also later. like that with tequila. No, hardly anymore. I choose a martini over tequila any day of the week. Any day. <laughs> like, honestly, the only thing that is different is I get really annoyed because a lot of places don't make martinis. Really? Like bars don't, as in like really? club clubby bars don't. Okay. They like you have to go to a nice place to get a martini. If I go like clubby was, bars, I'm like, I don't even know what they are these days. The SB doesn't make a fucking a martini. Really? I went there and tried to order a uh, martini, and then they were like, "Oh no, we don't," because I want a Belvedere martini. I want it yeah. extra dirty, and I want three olives. And they go, "Oh, we make this martini," and I'm like. That's not the point of a martini. You don't just order the <laughs> martini. You order the martini to be made the way that you like to, a martini to be made. Yeah. Because martinis taste all very different depending on how it's made and what mm. ratios. So you have to usually tell your bartender what you like. Back from the martini. We had a couple of drinks. We had Yakimoni <laughs> and Mona. We were getting along really well. Like it was really fun. We were laughing. Like we were talking about like what we like to eat, what we don't like to eat. He was like, a deal breaker for me is if you don't share food. And I was like, that is my biggest deal breaker. Like if I went on a date with someone and they ordered their own dish and they weren't willing to share You'd dishes, like, I'd be like, I, I can't continue this because I can't picture that for the rest of my life. Yeah, no, absolutely like, not. I'm not doing that. So yeah. that's my biggest. And I was like, oh, my God, super family orientated. Oh, my God. Day before, he was like at his auntie's house and they were cooking like a Middle Eastern barbecue. And I was like, <gasps> what the fuck is that? Wholesome. And he was like, it's a Middle Eastern barbecue. Maybe you get invited one day. I'm like, banter. Love it. Oh, so, my God. Are you getting married? No, shut Oh, he. Oh, my wait. God. You're getting married. No, no. We'll continue. Can I come? <laughs> no. You're going to just be annoying as Oh, fun. my God. I'm going to be so annoying. Um, okay. I'm going to be your wedding planner and your flower girl <laughs> and your best man and your maid of honor. You can sit in the back if you're quiet. I cannot. I am not sitting in the back. <laughs> and I have not been quiet. And then we went down the path of like we were going to get ice cream, but we were only going to get ice cream to elongate the date. So yeah. I was like, I don't obsess over ice cream. He goes, neither do I. And I'm like, 
oh my god, I'm like, I would choose cheese any day. He goes, yeah, all lollies. And I went, I mean, not lollies. And then he was like, all lollies. I'm like, shut up. I love lollies. We're meant to be. And so instead of going to get ice cream, we decided to go to Sugar, Sugar Shack or whatever it's called, Mm. to get lollies. So we went to get lollies on our scooters. What is with you and those scooters? I feel like all of your stories are like, and then I got on a scooter. (laughs) Like, are you working for the scooter place? You know, you're showing everyone how much of a boomer you are. (laughs) Because, like, in the city, the scooter is like the cool thing to do. No, it is. No, it is. Because you're not in a car. I'm not a boomer. (laughs) You're not in a car. It's the quickest way to get around, and it's so convenient. Oh, okay, fine. Anyway, so we took a scooter. To get lollies and then we're like, do you want to have another drink? And he's like, yeah. Do you want to go to the bar? I'm like, why don't we just go to mine? He's like, perfect. And now you're married with children. No, so we went back to mine. Okay, and it, this is when the oh, date gets the weird. Yeah, okay. Walked in and there was some woman eating a dumpling. And I was like, that looks really good. And then I realized he was our friend Kirsty. Do you know Kirsty? Boz Kemper. Kemper. Yep, yes. Yep, yep. So she lives in the same building as me. Really? Yeah. So we were talking and um, Leah was there as well. And they were locked out of their apartment. Oh. Yeah, so they're like, we're waiting for the locksmith. We're just sitting here eating dumplings and drinking. In your apartment? No, in, in there downstairs. In, in the, the lobby. In the lobby. Yeah, and okay. I was like, do you want to just come? We're just going to go have a martini. Do you want to come upstairs for a martini? And they're like, yes, 100%. So we came up and we were all having martinis and like they were eating their dinner. And then they were like, how do you guys know each other? <gasps> and we were like. It's, it's our actually, first it's date. It's our first date. And they felt so bad. It was so funny though. But we ended up having like another two martinis all together. So we had like two at the apartment. And then they left because she <laughs> got, got her the, keys to her home. Yeah, got, got, got <laughs> into her house. While she was leaving, she stole an artichoke from my house. And then you, the one that you made a video of and yeah, that like then there was 50,000 people one. were like, I love watching Carnate eat artichokes. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> anyway, so she left. Yada, yada, yada. We had fun. Birds and the bees. Cute. Isn't that South Park? No. Yes, it's like a it really is. old school song. Yeah, but there's a South Park one where it's like Big Gay Al oh, singing the song. I don't, I, don't, I don't know anything about that. Anyway. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> He's probably your ex. <laughs> Well, I'm dating cartoon characters now. <laughs> anyway, that was guy number five. <laughs> Shut up. Oh anyway, yeah. so walked him out. Like, he had to work. I had to work. Walked him out. And we were like, it was. we were really vibing. He's like, huh, what, are we falling in love now? Because we were just like, no, because we, we've been really cynical the whole night. Like, and that's why we were getting along so much. Because yeah. we were like, oh, fucking, like, gay Love dating. is gross. Yeah, all of that stuff. <laughs> anyway, and then it got to a point where I was like, oh, yeah, fucking, you're going to get so obsessed with me. And he was like, <laughs> you're never heard you do that voice before. <laughs> and then he was like, you're going to get fucking obsessed with me. And I was like, I bet you're fucking going to text me in the car. And like, we were just being jerks to each other. But it was so fun. And then he did text you from the car. Yeah, of course we did. Like, and now you're engaged. No, and then we're seeing each other again. But it was like really fun. It was just a really Cute. fun day. And it was like the first time when I was like, it didn't feel like a first date. It felt like we were just like hanging out. It was oh my funny. God, it's happening. No, it's not happening because like I'm not dating. Because also he's guy four of four. So there's like three other dudes. Oh, yeah, I went on another date there, like after him. But like it's dating. We're not exclusive. I'm trying to find someone I mesh with, right? Oh, your lobster. What? 
My lobster. Why? What? I can't even remember what it's from. But when you find your purse, am I right? Is there a lobster thing? Thank you, Kane. Yeah, there's like. I'm going to boil them and crack their claws open and put them in a pasta. Yeah, yummy. (gasps) I ate so much lobster pasta in Italy. Oh my God. Okay, let's talk about that. Why is it that in Europe you just ate lobster pastas? Because that's what all. I had like seven in Greece. Amazing. Do you know when we were in Africa, I had lobster because the lobster was like $10. I had lobster. lunch and dinner every day nick's like you ate like 28 lobsters in like a week i want to go to it was amazing africa to eat lobster yeah but then i came home and i was like damn i can't eat lobster again for a really long time you can come over this week i'll make you lobster i made lobster last Stop weekend it. I love lobster. i've got truffles at home that i need to use i love lobster anyway oh my god so yes that was my week i had two really good dates oh that's really nice i'm seeing thanksgiving again on oh my god thanksgiving i'm gonna call him turkey Sunday. Baster. Ew. <laughs> Don't give him a shit name. It's a cute name. Ew. <laughs> anyway. Ew. So I'm seeing Ew. him on Sunday for breakfast. Breakfast? Yes. And breakfast we did. Breakfast day. We did go down that route of being like, oh my God, is this like, a, are you trying to invite me over on a Saturday night? I was like, no, I'm inviting you over on a Sunday morning. He's like, oh, I was like, okay, I was trying to invite you over on a Saturday You're night. You're definitely going to see him on a Saturday night. No. Either you're going to go out and he's going to be there. No, no, because he's away. He's down the coast on Saturday. So he's like, I can see you on Monday morning, on Sunday morning. Okay. So when everyone sees stories down the coast on Saturday night, they're going to know that you went down the coast to meet him on Saturday night. No, I have to be at the restaurant on Saturday. Oh. So, but yes, but where I'm just making some scrambled eggs because again, I have those truffles I need to use. Oh, yummy. Yeah. Well, if anyone <laughs> gate crashes your breakfast day, it'll be you. It'll be me. <laughs> yeah. like, I smell truffles. Yeah. That's cute. Lovely week. I love how you were on like eight dates and I had my period and I was I'm, in the fetal position. Sorry, I went on two dates and I spoke to four different guys at That's the same eight. venue. That equals eight. That equals eight million. Okay. <laughs> In straight people land, that's like 8,000 million. All right. So let's move on from this subject. Let's get into <laughs> our mains, which is this week. Oh, my God. I already forgot what it is. It's television. Television. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, main course, TV. We thought since we both have experiences in television but very different experiences, it would be fun to talk about not only our favourite shows and our least favourite shows and why Mm. and then also kind of like kick off a little TV show round robin but also like some of the exciting announcements that Khan has. Sorry, we're not doing two round robins in one episode. Okay, well, I am in my brain. (laughs) And also, (laughs) you know I love ranking things. Yeah. And also, is that a helicopter coming for you again? Yes, that's the new show that I'm on and I'm about to film right now. (gasps) Goodbye. So a very exciting announcement from Khan, as well as some of the behind the scenes things that you wouldn't expect from recording TV shows. Yeah. Where do we start? I think we start with favorite show of all time. Just out of interest, just to kick off the subject. Too hard. As well as a show that everyone else likes that you didn't get into. Breaking Bad. I never got into it. You mind's euphoria. Love Euphoria. No, I didn't not get into it. I just never started because I was like, I started too late. It's already a bandwagon. I can't watch it. Shut the fuck up. Well, it's a show for Gen (laughs) Z and millennials. Okay, now I have to go home and watch it. Also, Gilmore Girls. Uh, I got into it a bit, but then like towards the end seasons, I was like, meh. Yeah. Favorite shows. So uh, there's not one because there's shows that I watch over and over. Yeah. What's your favorite genre overall? Like always go to. Is it reality? No. Yeah, interesting. No. Neither. I watch I'm Grey's so Anatomy every like three or four Grey's years. Oh, I just spat. <laughs> I'm back on season one. <gasps> I did that with House. 
Like, I love it. I Uh, love medical shows. Well, yeah, great. Sarcoidosis. Amyloidosis. Like, I know know all the medical words. You're a psychopath. I'm a psychopath. (laughs) But yes, Grey's Anatomy is one of them for me. The other one would be Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay, it makes me too stressed. There's so much drama. Even when I know what's happening, I'm like, oh, my God, she's, like, totally hiding that big secret. I get too stressed. Yeah, shut (laughs) I need to leave. Well, you can. Like, uh, like um, I can. I can hold this myself. Like it's about TV. <laughs> like it's fine, babe. Um, and mm. recently, Shit's Creek. Oh I go. My God. I go back all the time. All time. All the time. Like randomly, I'm like, oh, I have nothing to watch. Shit's Creek. Shit's I Creek. could watch that any day. It is such a feel good show and so funny. What are your tops? Shit's Creek's definitely one of my favourites. Uh-huh. My favourite genre, as you know, is crime. Yeah. Crime and war. So pretty much any crime show ever. NCIS is like one of my all-time favourites. Wow! All-time. Like I've watched every episode ever. Ever. But also just like Friends. Like I love Friends. Mm. I could watch any episode of Friends. <sighs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Actually, Friends is one of the ones that I didn't get into. I've watched it all, but yeah. it's not one, not one that I care about. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I think because I find all the jokes really dated. I mean, it holds its own better than you would expect for how old it is. Yeah, but it's like the way of thinking is very dated as yeah. well. It's not It's yeah. not very – obviously, it's a show that was like 30 years old, so yeah. it's not like progressive, but yeah. still it's like – Yeah, I see what you mean. I, yeah. I'm obviously a boomer, so I find it funny still. <laughs> I like that I'm positioning myself <laughs> as this really young. I know. <laughs> We're not even that far apart. Did you watch Killing Eve? No. With Sandra Oh. Oh, my God. It's so good. I should start that, though. You should I'm, start I'm, it. I'm interested in it. Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. Amazing. Her Russian accent is insane. It's like a sick psychological thriller. It's awesome. What about reality? I'm not a big reality fan. So you don't watch any? I don't really watch any, which is why you understand how much I love you because I watch every episode of every show you've ever been in, <laughs> even though they are the only reality shows I've ever watched. Have you don't watched me on Real Housewives? I have not watched you on Real Housewives. So you're a liar as well. And I have not watched you <laughs> on your new show. It's not out yet. Yes. <laughs> Spill. Okay, so I think people know that I'm, I've been hinting that I'm doing something for a while. And I can finally speak about it. Oh, my God. Tell us. Tell so us. Tell us. You're I, also the best and worst at secrets. Just yeah, saying. but I give just enough. Yeah. So the show is Wild Food, Kanong's Wild Food, and it is airing in end of Feb, oh mid my to God, end of so Feb. exciting. I'm very excited. And by wild, you mean? I mean, so this first season's Australia, but it's travel and cooking. And let me just paint a picture of what the first episode it's looking like it's off its tits yeah so the first episode we actually haven't filmed because i'm um, the stuff that i've shown you basically the pilots for it and we decided against using the pilot as an actual episode why because we wanted to get more in so i'm just trying to find so didn't you land in a helicopter or something no that this is the one that i'm about to do oh so for all of you listening at home the show is very reliant on what you want to see as well. So that's why I'm Ooh. telling you before we film. Choose your own adventure. Yes. So episode one is all about central Gippsland. I love it. You know I'm from Gippsland. Are, are you actually? Yeah, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to central Gippsland. Oh, my God. So I love Gippsland. It's all about people. It's about our land. It's about producers. So I'm <gasps> going to meet people like who have citrus farms that have like – Limes, lime leaves, lemons, mandarins, oranges, all those beautiful things. I have to send you to Gippsland, Jersey, the milk company. 
It's yeah. the most beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They're the best. So this is what I'm asking for. I want people at home to be like, hey, we know these people and I would love to see them on your show because it's about <gasps> meeting suppliers, it's about meeting families, it's about meeting people who, like, do things in the area because it's very much about the local area. Every episode is going to be about different areas. Oh. So episode one is Gippsland. I'm doing that. Then I go see a mushroom farmer slash producer mm-hmm. who also makes his own fish sauce. Ooh. Yes, using carp. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so amazing. Later on in that episode, I take a helicopter <laughs> and I go and hunt some deer oh. to get some God, venison. So there's what? an amazing chef that has his own wild cooking show and it's all about hunting and using the whole animal. So I'm yeah. really excited to hook up with him and like, oh, oh, come, come on, shut up. This is guy number five. No, so he's going to, yeah, he's going to basically show me like the different cuts of wow. venison. Uh, he's going to show me how to break down an entire deer, which I'm so excited about. Oh, my God. So wow. obviously my family has a background in butchery. The, yeah. So I know how to break down a lot of animals, but I've never broken down a like deer. game meat. Yeah. So I'm really excited to do that. So we're going to go and forage as well with some local Aboriginal people. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so that's basically my first episode. Yeah, and show. I know, and it's <gasps> super exciting. It is so exciting. It's what I've wanted to do for so long, and I think this is kind of the intersection of where I want to be when it comes to food and my travel. Mm. Like, I really enjoy travelling. I do enjoy people's stories, but I want to cook. I want to learn from them as well. So yeah. it's more about them telling me and teaching me and me taking that knowledge of the ingredients or that produce and then using it and incorporating it into my cooking. <gasps> so a lot of the cooking is on fire. A lot of the cooking is like while I'm camping and things like that. So it's not going to be like five-star hotels. Yeah. But I knew that from the beginning. But that that's like, better. Yeah. That's so 100%. much better. 100%. So that's ep one. Oh, my God. Um, so <laughs> it's I, like a movie, like a Lord of the Rings level trilogy well, and it's, it's episode one. Well, it's an hour episode. so That's a it's, lot. It, well, it's not like a 30-minute a cooking show. It's yeah. like a this is about our land this oh is about gosh, the people. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Congratulations. So thank you. If you're listening, again, I need some help in Gippsland. So what, what do you want to see in Gippsland? Let me know. Next one is Malakuta. Ooh. Yeah. So that's ep two. Oh, my God, after the fires. Yes, we're going to be talking about the fires. We're talking to abalone divers. So I'll be diving for abalone. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see you in a diving suit. <gasps> Stop. I'm so scared. <laughs> So the funniest thing about this show is um, I can't wait. Um, it's been a year in the making and my management were like, whatever you want Khan to do, don't tell him if it's going to be scary. Yeah. When he turns up on the day, just tell him that it's happening. Yeah. Because I would do it. But yeah, I, you're good, but you have to be on the spot. Yeah. You can't be given like an yeah, option so a year I, out. I literally was like, they haven't told me I'm diving, but I'm like, I know I'm diving. Because with they tell me what's in the area, what I can like, who I can see, because I yeah. get uh, like some input on who I would like to kind of meet and yeah. learn from. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, like are they hot? Are they an eight or above? Because. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with, the, with this one, we do have a, we have a boat. We'll be fishing. We'll be looking for abalone. And then there's a fisherman that has, I think he might have the only license in Australia to collect periwinkles commercially, which are, their periwinkles are like little snails, but they're sea snails. Cute. And I'm super, super excited for that because we eat them in Vietnam. 
Oh my god! And it's like something that I didn't think existed. You could here. have here. Yeah. So <gasps> I'm very, very keen. Now, again, if you have any connections in Malakuta slash around that area, slide on through. I want to meet people. <laughs> I want to know. You need to what? change the words that you use. What? Slide into your DMs. <laughs> You are, like, Sarah, I know that I keep saying this, but you you're being a boomer. You oh, my God. Like, the fact that you had a problem with me being special, saying slide, slide on through, that is, like, such a boomer thing. <laughs> I can't help it. It's <laughs> you're, like, trying to laugh at me from my I language, know. and I'm like, this is the language, babe. <laughs> you're like, this is where it's at. <laughs> keep up. <laughs> uh, but, yes, yeah, so fun. that's the show. That is so exciting. I know. <gasps> okay, so one thing I really want to ask you, and this is because I have been on a very different style of television to you. Yes. Both in terms of reality and competition-based TV, but also this is like wild adventuring. Mine's very studio-based, yeah. a lot more structured. And I think in either of those worlds, there is so much that happens that you would have no idea about when you see the final mm. polished, you know, exterior of the show. Yeah. So – what are some of the things that you found the most interesting from before TV to then moving into TV? Like what are some things that no one would ever expect? A lot of people think that reality TV is scripted. Yes. And both of my experiences, it's not scripted, but like news news places are like, oh, but they film things four times. I'm like, yeah, but the, the things that they film four times don't affect anything. It's like literally like I might be baking a cake and they'll have like the close-up camera of me baking a cake, but they'll be like, okay, camera's out. And I'll be still doing my shit, but all the cameras will move out so they can have a wide shot. Yeah. And it doesn't affect what I've done. So it yeah. it's not really scripted, but they always, like I saw an article recently being like, oh, maths is so scripted because they make the bride and the groom enter three times. I'm like, they enter three times because they need to get all three shots. It doesn't change the fact that they've entered the room. Yeah. Yeah. So like the outcome doesn't change. Yeah. What changes is getting it so you can tell the story. Yeah. Because okay. if it doesn't happen on camera, it doesn't happen. Yeah. But it's not scripted in terms of like they say, can't go and say this to blah person. No. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, the only time was like I think on Survivor they'll get the tight shot and they'll get another shot. The why, but we'll be talking about something so totally different. Mm. But it's the same two people. So they just yeah. play the tight shot chat over it. But it's yeah. like it's really the storytelling is what's happening there. It's not mm. like they're changing anything. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people think that it's like, oh, you you need to talk about like, I don't know, your cake not cooking on time. I'm like, my cake didn't cook on time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no one told me to say that. Yeah. I actually fucked up my cake. Or like they're like, oh, you must like overreact when it comes to like the last 10 seconds of your cooking and one's counting down. You probably get more than an hour. I'm like, oh, no. I usually try and finish like three or four minutes before I end up cook on MasterChef. But in that last 10 seconds, I'm still plating though. Like mm. I'm still doing things because I'm like, things kind of need to happen right at the end. Mm. And so I still am stressed out. And there's a countdown where you're getting judged. Of course, you're going to look a little bit flustered. That's not fake. Mm. That's kind of like the most common things that people speak to me about when it comes to like reality TV. I don't know if it's rigged. People say it's rigged. I don't think it's rigged. You can't really rig that stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's legal to rig either. No, but I also think like you can't control how my cook's going to go. Do you know what I mean? But also, especially on something like Survivor, like you can't control who's going to like each other. And yeah. Like, like you just, there's too many variables for you to ever control that. 
Although I did get paid $10,000 to hang out with Sam. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like you just couldn't because it's voting based. Like you yeah. couldn't control. I mean, you could obviously control that. But, but you can't. Not, yeah, but not you without can't, all of you guys knowing. knowing yeah. You right? would have to be told like you have to vote, which obviously is not what happened. No. Um, and like they always do things like on Survivor, they kind of try and figure out who we're going to vote for. But mm. it's never like we have to tell them. Right. So a lot of it's like when we're like getting asked questions, they're like, well, who are you leaning towards? I'm like, oh, half the time I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> we need a story. So we need you to like tell us anything. And I'm like, I don't have anything to tell you. You can't be forced to like, yeah. yeah. People think that when someone is producing you, they're very much producing you. But I'm like, mm, yeah. You, you, if you're dumb, yeah. Yeah. No, but honestly, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of those situations where it's like if you're shit scared of production and you think that you have to do everything that they tell you to do, then yeah, maybe you will get produced. Yeah. But if you have half a brain on you and you're literally listening to the questioning, you kind of know the storyline that they're trying to build. So mm. you just build your the storyline that you want to build that doesn't yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and I find that the two shows that I was on, they don't do the whole Frankenbite thing that other reality TV contestants to speak about. Mm. Like people on Maths and Bachelor are like, oh, yeah, they cut up like my sentences. I'm like, that doesn't really happen for us. Yeah, interesting. So because you, your show is scripted. Like you, you yeah. So, a lot of it is scripted. Mm. A lot of it is less so. So we know that I was on MasterChef and Survivor. Can we speak about what you were on? So yeah. You're, what you're currently on? I'm yeah. on House of Wellness on Channel yes. 7. So it's a lot more of Competitor, like a... Competitor. Competing. <laughs> competing networks. Networks. <laughs> it's less, like it's obviously not reality. It's not a competition. So there's no, no like people pitched against each other. It's yeah. informative. So it's a lot more, it's like a talk show. Yeah. You're a presenter. Yeah. yeah. Where we present stories basically. Yeah. And so we have a theme. It's... It has to be more planned. It has to be more structured, mm. particularly because we're subject to more guidelines because it's health and wellness. So, like, if we're talking anything medication-wise, it has to be very carefully worded so that we're saying things properly. Mm. But then if it's a story like I got to interview Michael Bublé and that was like I had loose questions but that was just a chat. Yeah. So it's like a lot more scripted than your style of television but also still sometimes really relaxed mm. and casual. I would say the things that surprised me the most – were sometimes you think that there's like a whole, like sometimes you're in studio and there's lots of different cameras and there's teleprompters and there's like makeup and hair and people. Sometimes it's just you. me, one camera dude and like a sound guy, yeah, not even a producer. Sometimes he- it's literally just me standing in the middle of on site yeah. and like I've got given a, you know, a few vague things that I have to tick off, but I'm like, are you really leaving this just to me? Yeah, people don't understand that, like, not all TV has 10 people in the room. Yeah. And I was like, where are the 10 people in the room? Like, why are you leaving so much up to me? But do you know what I love? I did a season of my own cooking show, but it was in a studio called My Market Kitchen. And I had... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I had a producer in the room. I had a kitchen hand slash a a sous chef with me that prepped everything for me. And I had one cameraman, no sound though. The cameraman actually looked after two cameras. Wow. So it was like the smallest team... But then when you go into a production where you think it's going to be a small team and there is like 20 people, yeah. you're like, 
Oh my god, wow. I am famous. Like, <laughs> I am a big dog now. Look at you, 12 cameras. I know. Or like when you get your script on a teleprompter and like hair and makeup are doing you. And, oh. and like every five seconds they come and touch you up and you're like, oh my god, this is so cool. But then sometimes I'm like, they're like, turn up with your hair and makeup done. Yeah. And like meet the cameraman at this address and then just do the thing. And yeah. you're like, okay. And you're like, lovely to meet you. Okay, anyway. Cute. So today let's talk about elephantitis. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. and then okay, that's a wrap, and bye. Like, yeah, it's so strange. It well, can it's vary so much, and I think people yeah. forget that like TV is a job. But it, the, oh, actually, this is quite funny. I get told this all the time at the beginning of the first season of uh, My Market Kitchen. They were like, "Be confident, you're on television, which means you are an expert now." And I'm like, "What do you mean? What does that even mean?" And they're like, "Anyone on TV is an expert in their field." Because that's what the viewer is looking at, watching you right. for. So when you're presenting someone, you're an expert in that field. Wow. And I was like, after they told me that, I was like, it, became, it made me so much more confident. Because I'm like, that's really you're watching me cook. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I also find it weird how things come up really differently on camera. Like yeah. sometimes things where they'll say, like, be really over-exaggerated and you feel like such an idiot. And you watch it and you're like... You I'm, need so much energy. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but sometimes they're like, it's going to look over the top. And I'm like... But you have to be over the top. Yeah, but then it looks normal. Yeah. It's not like a... <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> right? Yeah, but it literally just looks normal. <laughs> or like sometimes you have to be so close together. Yeah. And you look really far apart. Like just odd things like that that I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I look... Like you feel like you're this close to somebody, but it looks so. But totally you look like you're far away. Like things like that but are it's so also funny. The multiple like angles yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Which yeah, I TV is it's a weird world. It's a weird world, and it's so different when you get to see behind the scenes. I don't know. I found it so interesting. What was the favorite shit you've ever done? <gasps> Ooh, that's really difficult. I think like probably one of the highlights was Buble. Okay. I think he's one of the. Are you he's, a bubble fan? He's probably, yeah, big bubble fan. <laughs> but also he was one of the people I was the most curious to see. Are you really like how people think you are? Did he hit on or you? Or are you? Absolutely. <laughs> but I loved it. I love it. There's this one bit and I've like, I'm so excited that it's recorded because I'm going to just watch it over and over for the rest of my life. There's this one bit where he's like, Sarah, absolutely. And you, you and I were just, we're just on the same page about this. And your husband, he's very lucky. I know why he's so in love with you. And I was like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> so this is recent because you said yeah. husband yeah it was like last end of last year oh he emailed you definitely he was after so smooth <laughs> but like so politely smooth you know how he's like really wholesome smooth yeah i just was like he comes across that way but it's always edited so i was like does he really mm. pull that off yeah and like i don't know if he was being how he really is but you get more of a feel when you're talking to someone in real time and it just like that he was so easily charming but not sleazy and just lovely and like so melodious in his voice and I just was like I love you so much <laughs> and like trying to keep my cool what was the weirdest thing that you've had to deal with in tv oh television weirdest thing television what was your weirdest thing oh you're gonna have way more so you tell me and then I'll sit on mine because I'm like I've got a few when I went on survivor it was during covid and usually everyone gets transported separately oh. for on the show so that no one sees each other. You were all on the same plane. We all had to be on the same plane oh my God. because we didn't want to take up 
All the planes. All the planes. So we had to charter our own flight to get all the crew and everyone up there. And you guys saw each other. Yes, but the weirdest thing is they were like, Khan, you need to be in disguise. Because Because everyone everyone else, besides (laughs) from Sam and Mark, like and Sophie, there's a few people who would be known. Everyone else were were just everyday Australians, first time on TV. No one was gonna recognize them. Yeah. No issues. They were like, (laughs) we need you to be in disguise because there's other contestants on the plane. Yeah. So Cap. Cap, black hoodie, jacket, sunglasses, got to the airport, to the private terminal. They got someone to come out, grab my bags, put me in a room by myself while everyone else was sitting together. And then everyone, like after the show aired, everyone's like, we knew exactly who you were because they took you away into a private room whilst all of us sat together. <laughs> they probably made it way more obvious. Yeah, they're like, they made it so much more obvious because like <laughs> you were just in these giant glasses hiding your face. Oh and I'm my like, God. They're like, we didn't know who you were, but we were like, that's, That's a contestant yeah. and it's someone they're trying to hide. Yeah, interesting. So that was one of the weirdest things. One of my weirdest things was during lockdown, we were allowed to keep filming yep. because it was broadcasting, but we couldn't film in studio together. So there were a lot of segments where I got taught how to film at 24 frames a second for television at home yeah. and I would get given a product and I like kind of had to write a segment but I would just deliver it to my phone or to my camera in my house (laughs) and then see it on television like the next week and trying to, without the context of like a studio and a camera and in your house in lockdown when you haven't been outside. It feels like a social media job. Not even a social media job. It just felt like not even a job. It just felt like me talking to my wall. (laughs) And then I'd like, but you'd have to make it like really informative and like TV. And then I'd see it and be like, oh my God, my like dirty towels in the background or something. (laughs) Like that was the only way we could film. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And it was such a weird thing to have to like know that you were recording something for the nation, but you were just doing it at home. It was like a really interesting social experiment to see if I could do it. It was fascinating. But yeah, that was one of the weirdest things. On Survivor, we, were, we weren't allowed to speak to each other if there was no camera present. So they would oh just look God. at you and I would just be like. <laughs> like, I'd be like, we're looking at each other and I'll just be like. And sometimes if you held a gaze for too long, they're like, stop looking at each other oh because they think that you're communicating. <gasps> because Which any, you probably were. No. And then there was one time I was in the water. Chrissy and I were really close on the show because we did a lot of things together, including washing the pots. Okay, while we were cooking. So Chrissy and I were in the water washing pots and there was no camera on us, but there was a producer there. And I was washing a pot with her and we weren't really doing anything. And then the producer turned around to me and went, stop talking. And I was not having it because I was there washing a pot that no one else was willing to wash with Chrissy. And I was like, we're washing a fucking pot. Stop yelling at us. We're not talking about anything important. We're literally making sure that we don't die of food poisoning. <laughs> just kept going. And then back to washing the pot. <laughs> oh my God, wild. Oh, TV, hey. Yeah, fun. But Crazy it make, world. But it all makes sense. Like on a show like Survivor where you need to catch interaction between people, you don't want people yeah. plotting yeah. if you don't catch it on camera because you can't use it. Yeah. So, True. You don't then, want to miss the juice. Yeah, but then I was like, I was literally washing a fucking pot. Yeah. And then other times <laughs> when I was like, like fishing, but also being like, we should get rid of Ben. Yeah. And there was no camera there. I didn't get yelled at, even though there was a producer standing right there because I was fishing. So it didn't look like I was talking, but I was like, we should get rid of some 
Oh, interesting. You're like, guys, be consistent. Yeah, be consistent. Either yell at me all the time or don't yell at me at all. Oh, that's the other thing. Consistency and continuity. That's really interesting that you wouldn't expect. Like if you film across different days, you have to have your like part on the same side. Yes. And like your makeup has to be exactly the same. And like all that stuff that you just wouldn't think about that like sometimes we have to reshoot something because we use the wrong packet or because a new packet came out or whatever. And they're like, they'll send you a video of yourself and be like, everything has to be exactly this. You have to laugh the same way. You have to like, because it has to all fit. It has to be the exact same color. You can't be more tan. You can't cut your hair. Like that kind of stuff is so weird. Back to Survivor, sorry, one more time. There was an episode pretty early on in Survivor where they kind of figured out that I had made it to merge because in my interview I'm wearing a, I've got a merge bandana around my hand (gasps) because of the continuity thing. So we had obviously recorded me talking about the merge and then being, hey, we need to do a pickup from that interview, but you should have taken it off your wrist. Yeah, but no one picked up on it. (gasps) So they, so, but like the fans picked up on it and they're like, Khan's definitely wearing a purple bandana. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's the thing that like people notice. And I also notice that, when I was being you on social media, I was like, I can't put anything up because you gave me some things in the folder mm. that didn't have your eyebrow done. Yeah. And you had it done. So I was like, I can't fucking put that up now because people will be like, someone's on your social media. It's not really kind because your eyebrows were inconsistent. So I was like, no. <laughs> eyebrows. And if the weather was like, yeah. Oh, people I love pick it. up on that stuff. No, I, I fucking love it. So um, shall, we, shall we take it to the audience? Well, you shall. So what are we going to be talking about? What do we need questions on? We need your questions on our main course today, which is... Television. Television. <laughs> That's the second time I've forgotten that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. What was it like meeting Gordon Ramsay? I love Gordon Ramsay. I've actually met Gordon Ramsay twice. He was on both seasons of my experiences on MasterChef. And he's probably one of the most supportive people really? that I've ever met in my life. Like on camera, he was being like Gordon, but when the cameras were off, he was very much like, chef, what do you need? And I'd be like, oh, I want to know how to do this. And he's like, okay, are you going to do it this way? I'm like, yep, I'm going to, I'm going to cook my pork belly and I'm going to set it. It goes perfect. Set it for blah, 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 but put it away so that as it sets, the fat sets as well. So when you slice it, it's equal parts and then you finish it again on the burner. And he remembered me from my first season and it was really nice to me on my second season. And he even did an event at the George on the season Did that he? I was at on MasterChef the second time around. He was amazing. I love Gordon. I feel like he scares the bananas out of me. He scared the bananas out of me for a while, but... And then he fell in and love then with I, Well, then I met him and then he was really nice. So I was like... That's weird. And I thought that he would have been really nice anyway because I've seen the way that he interacts with his children. On his with his kid, daughter. Yeah, yeah on yeah. the cooking shows. Yeah, that's really sweet. There's like this cute video of them dancing together or something, doing like a dancing TikTok or something. And I was like, oh, my God, you're a really nice person. Yeah, I think he's a really (laughs) sweet person. Okay. Uh, Have you tried Polynesian food? Uh, No, I have not. Really? Yeah, I haven't had Polynesian food. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay. Um, Another question for you. How long is the delay between cooking and the dish being judged? How does it stay hot? Great question. Um, so with MasterChef, what you see on camera is actually probably the second round of judging. So what happens is a lot of the time the judges actually taste your food. While it's hot while and it's then hot retaste it? And then re- retaste it for camera. So that's kind of that whole side of things. People think that, oh, it's cheating because they're tasting like people's food and they're supposed to be at the end when it's cold. It's like, no, no, no. They actually taste everyone's food. 
while it's still hot. So it's not cheating for one contestant if you see it on camera, them eating the food. Because mm. sometimes they see, like, people watch it and they see a judge eating someone's dish or like part of someone's dish during the cook. And they're like, that's cheating. And it's like, no, it's not because they do that for every single contestant. It's very, very fair. See, I feel like this is the behind the scenes stuff that no one actually knows how they make it work. Yeah. But it's fascinating that they do taste it when it's hot and then mm. they just have to re-record. And I find that with the most recent uh, season of MasterChef that I was on, they even went to the process of there were some challenges where as soon as you finished a dish, you could bring it to the judges and it was like a tasting on the go. Oh. And that made it super fair because everyone was just lined up for their dish. So it's like yeah. you took turns to taste and it was tasting straight away. Oh, fascinating. Okay, great question from Kane, who is in the room. Thanks for the submission, Kane. Favourite TV character of all time? And I'm going to add, what character would you be mm, if you could? Oh, favourite TV character of all time. I have to say, I think Peter Griffin is one of my favourite characters because he's just... <laughs> That's so stupid. Amazing. So stupid and so amazing. Who else? Gosh. This is gonna Kramer be- is also great. That's such a boomer answer from Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't know. Oh, them. my God. Oh, my God. David from Schitt's Creek. <gasps> He's like my favorite character ever. Moira. Moira Rose Moira. <gasps> oh, my. The baby. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone from Schitt's Creek, they're all my favorite characters. Um, Moira Rose. You would definitely be David. No. Your fashion would be David. If I could be anyone. Mm. Would you be Chuck Bass? No. Who would you be? This would be really fucked up. And I don't think people Dexter? want me. No. <laughs> Daenerys. No! no Why? Okay. Daenerys before that final season. So in the final season of Game of Thrones, I actually understood the breakdown of her. I think that they made it look stupid and uncalled for but i feel losing a dragon who is your child then losing the one person that you kind of trusted the most in the final episode i know there's a spoiler here but like if you haven't watched it then fuck off Um, (laughs) she breaks down because she loses two really important things to her for me the show would have made more sense if one of her her dragons actually died in the final battle because i think that would have like really like made you understand her descent into madness, but I kind of still got it because I'm quite <laughs> vengeful as a person. Okay. So okay. Daenerys. Okay, cute. That's cute. Okay, MasterChef question. Mm-hmm. What's your main achievement that you did on the show and has there ever been any guest judges or chefs that you've had no idea who they were? Yes, there was a guest chef that came on and he was the one that cooked against me in the Adelaide Hills and he I just I, he worked in a two Michelin star restaurant but I was just like I don't I still don't think I know who he is um, <laughs> uh, my biggest achievement was probably making it <laughs> on MasterChef to the top 24 because I was like I don't know what's going on here uh, well, every single achievement from there is like a bigger achievement but I think that was like the stepping stone like the first thing that kind of gave me everything that I currently have five years six years on mm-hmm you did such an amazing job. Thank you. Such fun. Oh, my God. I love how you're like, okay, anyway, moving on from the compliments. Yeah, I don't like them. Okay, new show questions. What country is in, on your bucket list for the new show and will New Zealand feature on it? This first season is all about Australia. Please listen to the podcast because we talk very, very extensively about this new show. Bucket list. So we really want to hit up India for the next <gasps> season. 
That's mm. one, that's really high up on my list. I definitely want to go to Vietnam. I literally, if I could do it, I would go to every single country in the world and I would film four seasons a year and I would do it in 50 years. <laughs> You've got to sort it out. I'm like... <gasps> no, because I like, it's like 170-something countries, right? Are they really? I think it's 170 something or 180 something countries. So for me to hit every single country in the world, I'll have to do four seasons a year. It would take me about 45 years. So there's your career mapped out. Okay, back to Survivor. Did you suffer any injuries? Yes, I ripped a muscle or ligament or something in my shoulder on day three or day four, really earlier on. And I didn't want to get kicked off. So I just pretended that I didn't do that. And so I just pretty much died for the next month that I was there. So much so that I went to a physiology, physio, a physio, because I don't know the whole name. A physiotherapist. Yeah, physiotherapist afterwards. Physiologist. And then we went and got like scans and stuff done. That's right. And we needed, you needed surgery. I needed surgery. So I'm still doing physio right now because they're like, you may not need surgery. We just need to make sure it heals properly. So it's a year on and I'm still dealing with it. Um, That was a big one. And then I... I fell off, I jumped off something and rolled my ankle and nearly drowned because of it. But like that didn't really play out that way on TV. It just looked like I nearly drowned. But you didn't see that I had... <laughs> jumped off something to some nearly jump, drown. Some jumped off something, had a rolled ankle and my shoulder wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> it just really looked like I was really shit at swimming. Which as we, you, you guys will find out in episode six... Khan is really shit at swimming. Yeah, apparently <laughs> I'm did really, almost drown. Do you know what's really stupid? I was a state swimmer, so it's like... Were you really? Yeah, it's like, how am I shit at swimming? But, like, everything in my life it like is me being shit at swimming. You have so many drowning stories. It's actually unbelievable. <laughs> I have two. That's many. For the average person, two drowning stories is a lot of drowning stories. Any general secrets from Survivor? I feel like there was so much from behind the scenes that I was just like, wild... I.e. the fact that you don't get any extra food, you don't mm. get any extra anything, you don't actually get any extra blankets. Actually, we got one extra something. Let me just talk about that. This is a big one. It's not actually what that extra big. thing did it you get? It actually isn't that big because everyone's going to be like, no oh, fair. The day that I nearly drowned, the day that I died, I... Like, <laughs> no, 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 this is not... That I died and was resurrected. You think that was a joke, but it literally played out that way and they they were like we can't show this footage because you might actually die because i like my sister was in tears so the day that i jumped off the thing and i rolled my ankle and i was dying in the water trying to swim back and almost drowning i then came onto land and i collapsed so i did know that and then a medic's allowed to come because yeah. yeah a medic came over looked after me and I was like out of it. I didn't even know my sister was standing above me for like a good 10 minutes. Like I had, I, I had passed out. And so my sister thought I was dying. I thought I was dying. But then I made it really like Joe to cover it. I woke up and I was like, oh, I, Hi, just everybody. Want, I just wanted you to come over and look after me to like JLP. Anyway, because I had passed out, they gave me a water bottle with electrolytes in it. Because obviously oh, I was dead. Dying. Like yeah. I was like, like dead. Um, <laughs> so they gave me a water bottle with electrolytes in it. And I finished it and they gave me another one. Okay. So like a 1.2 litre bottle. And my second one I actually passed around to every single <gasps> contestant. Yeah, because I'm like, we all need electrolytes. So I was just like, you guys just... Were you allowed to do that? No. Okay. So I just gave someone, <laughs> no. I gave someone my water bottle. I swapped it with them and I was like, there's electrolytes in that. Share it. Oh, my gosh. You're such a, like, provider. (laughs) I know. I'm dumb. Bless you. (laughs) I know. I'm like, babe, you should have been selfish and kept that for yourself. You nearly died. You earned it. (laughs) (laughs) TV shows you both want to be on. Well, you have your own show now. Yeah, I I do have my own show now, but I would like to still be on other TV shows. What's your, like, main bucket list TV show? 
I'd love to be on Shit's Creek because I just think it would be so much fun. Like I feel like they ad lib a lot and I just love to meet all those people. So just to do like a little cameo, even like have a tiny, tiny role just to like meet them all. I would love that so much. And it would just go down in history. It's like, remember when I was on Shit's Creek? I love that show. I would really like to be on a drama. Like, mm. and I would really love to be on like Euphoria. Really? Yeah, because I just want that messy, like You uh, want to be like all fucked up and like character development into like I'm yeah. myself. Ugh. I just want to be on NCIS. Because I love NCIS. You want to get killed. I just want no, I just want to like meet Gibbs. You're gonna get killed on it. I'm hundred percent gonna get killed. You're My main role is dead, gonna be as a corpse. <laughs> dead Asian body number corpse two. Corpse one, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but it hundred percent go on my LinkedIn. Remember that dead body on like episode five hundred and ninety-two of NCIS? It was me. I didn't breathe at all. <laughs> I was so still. Did you see my acting? No, I would seriously love to be on that show. Did you ever want to go on the show called Amazing when you were in school? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what's I wanted to be on Gladiator. Do you remember Gladiators? No. Don't you remember Gladiators? Oh, is this an age thing again? Oh, my God, ew. You know that game? They brought it back where, like, you had to bash each other off, like, the obstacle courses and stuff. It's like Ninja Warrior, but, like, the OG vert. Oh, my God. <laughs> you bat each other off. You bash each other off things. Like, it was like Ninja Warrior, but, like, oh, my God, it was so iconic. I always wanted to be on Gladiators. What year was this? Like the 1800s, okay? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, uh, is, that, is that anything final? Yes. Oh, my God. People remember Gladiators. Oh, Ooh, would you two ever do The Amazing Race? would be great. I would do a show with you. I would definitely do a show with you. There's not that many duo shows out there. So there's Amazing Race. There's The Block. The Block, yep. Is that it? Survivor, Blood versus Water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that one. Yeah, yeah I've done. Dick. Yeah. Oh, I think that, um, my kitchen rules. No, no, no. Um, Gogglebox. I would do that. We'd be funny. Mm, not because really. I'd just be laughing at boomer jokes, and you'd just be like, "They're not funny." Yeah. <laughs> and everyone who who would relate to either one of our generations would be like, "Yeah, it'd be great." <laughs> my teacher was on Gladiator. That's amazing. I love that you guys actually know what Gladiator was. Okay, I feel like one more. Which reality show do you watch the most, Khan? RuPaul's Drag Race. And I am loving Beverly Hills Real House Rive right now because Garcelle's a bitch. I don't even know what that means. Which of oh, Beverly Hills? Do you watch the other Real Housewives? I watch all the Real Housewives, but I'm very deeply, deeply into Beverly Hills right now because their drama is just on a so totally different level because they're really famous. Like, they are like, so famous. Like they're actually famous people, whereas like some of the other Real Housewives, they're not really famous. They became famous from this show. Yeah. But the Beverly Hills one, they're very famous. So their drama is so <laughs> interesting because they're really famous. Okay, I get really stressed out about shows that are that much drama. Like it just like my anxiety levels go so high. So I'm not a big reality person, but I have to say the most randomest boomer thing ever. So Nick and I... <laughs> My husband and I just came back from a holiday and one random thing we do when we don't have that many channels that we can watch is on like the History Channel or Discovery Channel or Nat Geo or whatever. When they're the only channels you can get in English, we end up, and we only do it on holidays, watching like random reality TV shows like Antiques Roadshow, like oh, Grand Designs, all those rando I ones. You love it, right? Mm. We found this show in the middle of the night one night when we had jet lag and we were like, who would even watch this show? And like four hours later, we were still watching it. And it was the best show ever. It was called Extreme Couponers. <gasps> <gasps> and they follow people around the United States because they get coupons like the entertainment book, but in their mail. Yeah. 
And they literally, people would amass like a hundred coupons to get like a $90 bill at Walmart down to like 30 cents. Wild. And we got so invested. Like people would literally get like 800 dog foods and never buy dog food ever again. It's like a car accident. You can't look away. That would be me. If I got would those things, I would be a couponer because I, I love a bargain. I coupons. I feel so embarrassed. No. Nah. You should watch Extreme Couponers. I have a confession. When I can't watch anything, I turn on infomercials. Like Dana's Direct? That kind of vibe. I watch people sell things. Oh, my God. Like what? Like, like those like buy one, get 85 knives for free? Yeah. But then I, no, <laughs> In like, eight easy payments of twenty four ninety five. The shopping channels overseas have more clothing and stuff like that where it's like get this beautiful garnet ring for like $180 and it's like that's a gross garnet ring and then it sells out and I'm like who bought that yeah it's wild in the states they actually put like designery stuff like people actually shop off tv whereas for us it's like buy this weird ab ring that like these people from the 80s used Mm -hmm. and then it's like eight million dollars and it's got like a money back guarantee. do you remember thin lizzie Yes. Than Lizzie. Like, I found out about that from infomercials. And I think it's still going. I think it is. It's still going. And there's also, like, spiralizers, veggie cutter things. That's everywhere now. Yeah. I know. I'm like, ugh. Okay. Well, that was the last segment of the pod... I, I, I was going to say the pod face. The, the fe- pod... <laughs> Feast pod <laughs> this week with your host. My name is Karnong. I'm Sarah Davidson. Please listen to us again. Give us a rating on all the things that you listen to us on. Also follow us on Instagram at FeastPod. Let us know the hierarchy situation, so the round robin on chocolates this week. And also just slide in with any kind of knowledge you have on any of the areas that I am going to for the new show. I would love to hear from you. I think we both would love, love to hear from you. But also if you guys have any requests for future main courses, we've just done travel and tv but what do you want next maybe waxing i've never waxed anything so oh yeah you yeah lol maybe dental dams (laughs) ew on that note (laughs) goodbye i'm gonna eat so many lollies now bye